we can blame everyone for our problems. We can blame every system and they're all fucked up. Let's be honest. But I am here to say, how does real change actually occur? And we know it's through coalition. It's through people coming around tables that would never normally find themselves sitting beside one another and actually looking at solutions for the betterment of this world. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. It is 4.15 in the morning in New York, (laughs) where I'm at. I am on the East Coast visiting many and many of my people, but I'm spending some time with my family this last month, and it's been so, so beautiful. And I woke up around 2 a.m. this morning, and I have not been able to fall back asleep. So here we are. I meet with you now. (laughs) I can feel that the divine is asking me to speak this message for this episode. And so here we go, off the cuff, straight from the divine. (laughs) I've lit a candle because this feels sacred and I'm drinking coffee because I need it. (laughs) Even though I am an early bird, very much an early bird. So here we go. In my spiritual path, upon many, many awakenings, and now being on the ascension path. I know many people that listen to my podcast and that are in my field and network and community are on the ascension path. If you're not familiar with it, I would argue everybody on earth is going to awaken spiritually in this lifetime. And ascension is when you really step into living from your soul And from a physical perspective, your body, your DNA kind of shifts into what's called crystalline DNA, back to more of our pure state. I'm not the world's expert on ascension, but I can tell you I am living it, and it is very real. It is a very physical process, emotional, mental, soulful, (laughs) spiritual. And what I have witnessed in my path is things that most of us want to believe, but are scared to. And when it became my own life that I was witnessing these magical experiences I was having, some were heartbreaking and some were illuminating, I myself had to face that this isn't just me making this up in my head. This is beyond me. It is one thing to believe in God. Okay, it is one thing to believe in God. It is another to know God is real. I'm going to say that again. 
It is one thing to believe in God. It's another to know God is real. And this is the message I have for you today. And this feels like it's straight from the heart of God. There are many, many reasons that the human experience is the way it is, that we have an ego, that there's dark and light here, that there's duality, that there's good and bad, right and wrong, et cetera. And I don't pretend to have any clue specifically as to why that happened. But what I do know is Earth wasn't always like this. And what we've been living in for centuries is part of the shift when Earth became more darker. Some people call it the third dimension, right? And there's the fourth dimension and there's the fifth dimension. And then there's all the dimensions above that. It goes very high, if you will. And there are people that channel things from these realms and really help us understand. And I am not one of them at this point, but I am a channel in many ways where I feel like the divine speaks through me sometimes because I listen back and I'm like, that didn't come from me. And I want to offer that to you because the divine speaks through all of us. The divine, if we allow God, spirit, source, the divine, to use our vessel for good, to open up to God, to trusting that what we're experiencing is real, the divine will use us to spread goodness in the world, to expand consciousness, to instill kindness and beauty in all things around us and in everyone we know, to move and walk in our lives straight up in beauty, in love, abundance, kindness, hope, inspiration, to become the creators and co-creators of our lives with God. From when I was a young child, I always felt the presence of God. And that's a hard thing to put into words. I'm one of many, many, many humans throughout history that have felt this, right? And the, the truth is no one's special right? God doesn't love anyone more than another. Sin does not exist the way we have been indoctrinated to believe it does. Sin is not really a thing. But unfortunately, we've been taught that if you operate a certain way, you're loved by God, right? And if you don't, you will be punished. And that could not be (laughs) further from the truth. And anyone who is alive during this time is here to break this cycle. Because what the cycle does when we are taught that if we don't operate a certain way, we are at odds with God, is it perpetuates the war within. When humans feel separate from God, humans are at war with themselves. The reason is because the soul, our soul, the speck of light that is inside of your body that is powering your entire life is a fragment of the divine. You are an eternal spiritual being having a human experience. And you may or may not have been on planet Earth many times before. And when I was young, I felt old (laughs) in the sense of my soul felt old. Like I knew I'd been here before. I knew. I knew without a doubt. And then, of course, 
going through life and society and our culture and school and the conditioning, I sort of buried that truth that I knew from a young, young age. There have been many experiences in my life that took me away from God, and I've been brought back to God through many, many experiences over the last seven, eight years in a way where I'll never go back to how I was, to who I was. I'll never turn my back to God again. To know God is real is true liberation. True liberation comes when you know through experiences, through an inner knowing, through your intuition, that God is real. And I'm here to tell you that God is trying to show you that God is real every single moment of every single day in your life. But it is up to us to see, to know, to feel the presence of God within us. My body is shaking right now. I feel the presence of God. This is beyond me. And this life is very temporary. This body is temporary. And I've had to ask myself, what am I going to do with this life? What am I going to do in this life? What am I going to be? Who am I going to be? How am I going to choose to live my life and move through the world and treat others? What am I going to choose to put my heart and soul into? How am I going to spend my days? Who do I want to spend my days with? These are really, really important questions to be asking yourself at this particular time in history because our ancestors, the lineages that we came from in this life, prayed for this day. They prayed for the day when we all would see the immense power within us, that we hold the power of God within us. We're that powerful. And I'm exhausted from believing otherwise. And I'm saddened when I see my fellow humans not seeing their own power. I'm very sad about that. And I will do everything in my power for the rest of my life to help as many people as possible see their divinity, see their goodness, see their beauty, see their power, see their magic. Because when we do this, we are liberated and then we can liberate others. The planet is going through shifts right now that you or I cannot make sense of, but it is happening whether we're down with it or not, whether our ego can make sense of it or not, because the ego cannot. I promise you that. And in our culture and in our world for centuries, we have allowed the ego to run shit. And it is time to give the soul its chance to run things. God is asking us to choose from our soul. And it often will not feel logical, my loves. It will feel strange, but you'll just know it's the right choice. And then divine timing plays out, miracles show up, and all of a sudden you're on the other side of that choice and you know exactly why you were guided to choose that way. And that's little by little how you start to know God is real. I have been activated so intensely this summer. This year, 2022, has been a wild ride for me. And I know many others, many tower moments, many changes that we didn't expect, 
many, many heartbreaks, many, many moments of joy, right? And such is life because we're on earth where there is duality and light and dark. And in this path, I have had to meet my shadow in a way that I would not have chosen to. (laughs) And the shadow is just our, I don't even like to always use good and bad or light and dark. It's just the tendencies we have that we know we're not at our best when we're in those tendencies, right? Whether it's impatience, irritability, exhaustion, burnout, selfishness. There's so many things that are a part of our shadow, right? And sometimes when we look at our shadow, it's really about looking at the things we've been taught are wrong with us and learning that they're not wrong with us and learning to love them and learning to integrate them. I don't want to always throw shade at the ego. We have an ego for a reason. The challenge is we're all operating and have been conditioned and taught to operate only from our ego. Our ego is useful about 10% of the time. 90% of the time, the soul is mainly should be running the show, in my opinion. The ego is useful in moments of potential danger, which we know are rare. (laughs) The ego is useful when we need to defend ourselves, when we need to have strength. But the ego is not really useful for the big decisions in life. It's just not. And all of us have to learn like our own unique process because I don't think it's one way to do this or operate, but like all of us have to learn our own process when it comes to making decisions and choices with the free will that has been bestowed upon us and being able to sort of look at our ego and our soul like a pros and cons list. Because when we make choices from the ego, we will have regrets. We will live with a lot of regret. And we've all made those choices that we regret. We really have. I've made a lot of choices that I regret. And regret is my number one fear in life. I'm not even afraid of death. I'm afraid of regret. I'm afraid of not squeezing everything I can out of this blessed life that I co-created with God, that I am co-creating with God in this moment with you here now. So to bring us back, I want you to ask yourself, what would it take for you to know God is real? What would you need to see? What would you need to hear? What would you need to feel? But the bigger question I want you to ponder is, would you allow yourself to see? Would you allow yourself to hear? Would you allow yourself to feel that God is real? God is a vast, magnificent, genderless (laughs) force. God is the most powerful force in any universe. And what I have learned over the last few months, but really my whole life, is that when God wants something to come, when God wants something to happen, nothing, and I mean nothing, will stop it. Mountains will be moved, paths will be carved, time will be made, resources will be given, love will be bestowed, grace will be showered over our lives when God wants something to happen for the betterment of our world, for our highest and best. My life is about to change forever. 
what is about to happen is something I never thought was possible. And one day I will share it with the world. Because God has asked me to, because if it were up to me, I would go into a cave and never tell anyone. (laughs) But that is not why I'm here. You are not here to hide, and neither am I. You are not here to not have your testimony to share with the world, to make this world better, finally, to bring down light, to be the love in this world. That is why we're all alive at this time, my loves. It's big. We are living through the greatest shift the earth has ever gone through. And God has chosen all of us to be (laughs) alive during this time, to play our role using our unique gifts to bring it all together, to heal centuries of generational trauma and pain and abuse, to expand consciousness beyond the ego, beyond what's in it for me, to what's in it for everyone, and to truly embody unconditional love, agape, the highest form of love. It's of God. We can do it. I have been shown we can do it. God shows me every day in my own little life that I can do it. And if I can do it, you can do it. Anyone can do it. God has activated in me my divine life mission. And it is this. I am here to heal the masculine and feminine. I am here to come together with my divine counterpart and heal the masculine and the feminine energies of planet Earth that have been out of balance forever. We have been operating from the wounded masculine, which is a shaky foundation. And masculine and feminine are energies. These are not genders, right? This is energy. Masculine energy is leadership, claiming, taking action, doing. Feminine is radiance, beauty, love, being, and many, many other qualities included in those lists. We have not been being for centuries. We have only been doing. And no wonder why we're burnt out and living with illnesses that we don't need to have, (laughs) living with regret, living with in fear and scarcity. We are not built to just do. We are built to be, to live, to love. God is asking us to balance out our lives with the feminine. I am here to heal that with my counterpart and with many, many other light workers that are here. And I would ask you to think about how you can heal your own inner masculine and feminine energy so that you can then help others heal their own. Because when everyone does their own inner work with balancing their masculine and their feminine, their lives start to become harmonious. And then the ripple effect takes, whereas other people start feeling it, other humans start feeling it. We're all being asked to lead by example in our own lives, right? And that's what I strive for every day. I wanted to come on here and also say that I'm going to start interviewing men and interviewing everyone across the spectrum people from all backgrounds, but I am intentionally bringing men on because I am not here to further the conversations around the false notion that men are the enemy. Absolutely not. I have never felt that. 
I have never believed that, nor will I ever. My children will not believe that. And I pray the future generations do not believe that because we need men. Without men, we're out of balance. Just like without us, they are out of balance, right? I want to be a platform where true healing occurs between people of all backgrounds. And when men and women can come together in conversation, breakthroughs happen. Overnight healing. Love. My first episode is going to be with someone who is just incredible. And I'm so, so excited. This is going to come out in a couple of weeks. And he came into my field. He actually has the same name as my father, which is just so incredible to me. It's like the divine speaking through me that, of course, the first man I have on my podcast is <laughs> has the same name as my father. It's just nothing's ironic, as we know. There are no accidents, but he's really, really incredible. And it, it was such an illuminating conversation for me because it shows me that men are doing this work. Men are hearing the call from God to come into their own balance and their own power and to lead by example and to help the collective heal, to help every community heal in their own unique way. And what a gift. I will always be here to create safe spaces for every single human that I possibly can. And what I mainly want to do is bring people together that would not normally find themselves in rooms together, at tables together, because that's how real change comes. We can blame everyone for our problems. We can blame every system and they're all fucked up. Let's be honest. But I am here to say, how does real change actually occur? And we know it's through coalition. It's through people coming around tables that would never normally find themselves sitting beside one another and actually looking at solutions for the betterment of this world. I am only interested in funding those conversations. I am only interested in being a part of those conversations because I am done being the old way of being a warrior. My last name means warrior. And that has come to mean something very different to me now. It takes real strength real courage to sit and listen to someone else's perspective and lived experience. It takes real strength and courage to come around the table with people that don't agree with you or have the same lived experience and come together in unison on a go-forward plan. I am only interested in that way of being when it comes to my warrior. I am done fighting with people. I am done being at odds with people. And I would ask anyone especially in America, our culture is broken because of this. And I honor the sacred rage and anger that has come up in recent years that was completely shunned and that has been completely shut out from the mainstream conversations and culture for many, many marginalized communities. It is necessary for us to process our rage but what happens after that is Lolo's question for me and for us all. So I am so excited for you to start hearing from, again, people from all backgrounds and to start hearing from men because this is where the real healing begins, my loves.
And this is what God has guided me to do. I am just the vessel for my divine life mission that I have co-created with God, that I promised God I would do before I incarnated in this body during this time on earth. And I will never veer off this mission again. So I ask you to reflect on what is your mission? What do you think you're here to do for real? Because I promise you this, it's not to work nine to five. It's not. It's not to dim yourself and hide. It's not to live from your wounds and your childhood trauma forever. You are here to transcend every piece of pain you've ever felt and every shred of darkness you've ever witnessed and to become your soul. You are here to live from your soul as best you can while still having an ego because we have to have tremendous compassion for ourselves. The human experience is real hard. It's really difficult to be in a human body with physical needs. We need water. We need sleep. We need rest. We desire love. We want to enjoy things. We have a full spectrum of emotions we have to deal with on a regular basis. And we're also a soul. We're a soul, an eternal spiritual being in a human body. It's a juxtaposition of opposites. It's very difficult to do this. And I want to offer you that notion to have compassion for yourself as you navigate your life. But just know your life is up to you. From here on out in this moment, everything can shift if you invite God in. Invite God into your life, into every shred of darkness you have. God will help you. God will transmute that darkness and you can finally step into living an abundant life. It is one thing to believe in God. It is another to know God is real. So I ask you, do you know God is real? Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, love.